Welcome back to the Morning Kickoff Show. I'm your host, Matt Witt, and we are back to preview a Minnesota Vikings football game. This week, week nine, the Minnesota Vikings will travel to Washington to take on the four and four commanders. This will be one of the few matchups this season where both starting quarterbacks will be playing their former team. The first time Kirk Cousins will be traveling back to FedEx Field to take on the Commanders. This will be the first time Taylor Heineke will be playing the team that brought him into the league back in 2015. The Minnesota Vikings are three and a half point favorites in this matchup, and both teams are in a very good hot streak right now. Minnesota Vikings, five straight victories and an impressive six and one start to the season. Washington, four and four this season so far, but three straight victories where a majority of those games, they were underdogs. It's going to be a fun matchup to watch this Sunday, as not only is there a lot of history between both of these games, but the weather should be good. And when the weather is good, the Vikings tend to be good. I don't know why people say snowy weather, rainy weather, disgusting weather is football weather. No, football weather is when you can throw 60-yard bombs to Justin Jefferson. Football weather is when you can put the ball into your quarterback's hands to perform. And that's exactly what should be in this game, as there's going to be low rain and low winds, or low chance of rain and low chance of high winds, is what I mean to say here. So like I mentioned, there's a lot of history between both of these teams, with both quarterbacks playing their former team. On top of this, Kevin O'Connell playing the team that he coached for at one point in his career. If we remember, Kevin O'Connell was quarterback coach for uh, Kirk Cousins back in the day. I believe that was 2018, if I have that right. After that, he was the passing game coordinator, offensive coordinator for them. And then I believe he went to the Rams and won a Super Bowl with them. And now is going to win a Super Bowl here in Minnesota. If it doesn't happen this year, it should happen in recent time. Because right now, this roster looks so fun for the Minnesota Vikings in a wide open NFC right now. And I'm super excited to see how this continues to go. Like I've already mentioned, the Washington Commanders are four and four. Why are the Commanders four and four? Uh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop this right here, and I'm gonna let it be. Look at how bad the NFC East schedule is. Okay, we continue to talk about how good the Eagles are, and respect to the Eagles, they've been great. We talk about how good the Giants are. Okay, perfect. We talk about how good maybe the Cowboys are. They are playing the NFC North and the AFC South, who are, in my opinion, the two worst divisions in all of football. Outside of the Vikings and maybe the Titans, nobody is good out of those eight teams right there. Lions, terrible. Bears, awful. Packers, surprisingly, below average. Looking at the, a at the AFC South, three out of four of those teams are also below average, especially Texans and Jaguars. So looking at it right now, I mean, let's stop giving the NFC East too much credit saying that they're the by far the best division in football. They have the easiest schedule in all of football. Okay, let's take a look at the injury report right here for the Vikings. Vikings have added a few players to the injury report. Obviously, like we've mentioned earlier this week, uh, Ur Smith Jr. will likely be out for the remainder of the season, and the Vikings have upgraded at the position with TJ Hawkinson. Great trade for the Vikings. On top of this, Jalen Naylor is questionable playing this game. Uh, I believe this is a illness, so he did not practice this week. I'm not sure what illness it is. They haven't disclosed what it was, but whether he plays or not will not be much of a difference maker. Uh, looking at Dalvin Tomlinson for the Vikings is questionable playing this game with a calf injury, has not practiced with the team this week, and I believe that he will not play in this game. For us Vikings fans, we saw Dalvin Tomlinson go back, go down this last week with the calf injury, and it's looking unlikely that he will play. Assuming he doesn't, we'll likely see Ross Blacklock, the player who he traded for with the Texans, play in this matchup, uh, get his first start with the team. Cam Dantzler, huge loss if he doesn't play. Questionable play in this matchup with a neck injury. He was limited, so it's 
promising that Cam Dantzler will be back to play, which we will really need to play need him to play when we're going against Curtis Samuel and uh, Terry McLaurin and maybe Jahan Dotson if he plays. Looking on to the Washington Commanders, Chase Young has returned to practice with the Commanders. He will not play in this game. He has been ruled out, but that's great news for Washington fans as Chase Young is a star and just sucks to see that he's tearing his ACL and continuing to get injured, but it's great news that he is back practicing with the team, although he won't play in this game. Jahan Dotson is doubtful to play in this game with the same hamstring injury that he's been injuring. Dotson hasn't played since like week four. He's their wide receiver that they drafted in the first round and unfortunately has not been on the field for them. Speak about players who have not been on the field for commanders. Logan Thomas has barely been on the field for the commanders over his entire tenure with the team. Limited participant with a calf injury. Uh, rarely ever sees the field. He's missed multiple games as well. JD McKissick, they're now they're running back three. Even though he gets a lot of play time, he's technically the running back three. Kawashita will play in this game with a neck injury, did not participate this week. Cole Holcomb and uh, David Mayo, their linebackers, also did not participate this week. A lot of injuries on the Washington Commander sideline there. Uh, no core starters other than maybe Chase Young, but he hasn't played this season. Uh, so, sucks to see some of their starters going out. But with that being said, Washington still shouldn't be an easy win. And this is what I wanted to mention here, because I mentioned a lot of times trap games for the Vikings. It feels like every year the Vikings have one game that feels like a lock and they lose. And sometimes more than just one game. And typically these games happen on matchups like these. Matchups where you are traveling in a, to an away opponent who are an inferior opponent against a backup quarterback and the Vikings come up with a loss. And although our record this season has been good against backup quarterbacks, obviously beating uh, Andy Dalton when he was with uh, the New Orleans Saints when we played them in London and beating Skylar Thompson with the Miami Dolphins, looking at it right now, we're playing Taylor Heineke, who is a very respectful backup quarterback in Washington as three and a half point favorites. So I just want to mention here, don't be surprised if the Vikings have too big of an ego with a 6-1 and one record and end up losing this game. So how can we avoid this from being a trap game for the Minnesota Vikings like we mentioned? And it starts with one thing, and I want to say pressuring Taylor Heineke. Looking at it for the Washington Commanders offense right now, they are a pretty hard offense to game plan against. Curtis Samuel is a dual threat wide receiver. They have about three starting running backs, and Taylor Heineke, surprisingly, is not bad. He might not be known for a quarterback who can drop dimes all over your defense or known for a quarterback who can run for over 100 yards a game. But he's a quarterback who seems to work under their offense. And it's pretty interesting to see. I'm actually pretty happy for him. I like to watch Taylor Heineke play. But one thing you have to notice here, the Vikings defense is best when they pressure the quarterback and make the quarterback make mistakes. And this is not an opinion. This is what we've seen the Vikings do. Our Vikings defense, you can pass all over us. But when it comes down to it, we capitalize on the mistakes made by the opposing offense. Look at just the last two games for the Vikings. Against Kyler Murray and against Skylar Thompson. Both of them passed all over our defense. But we turned the ball over multiple times. We brought the quarterback down multiple times. And this is one player we want to look at here who leads the league in sacks right now, Zadarius Smith. Leads the league in sacks per game right now. Zadarius Smith is going up against one of the worst offensive lines in this league. And this goes for our entire defense. I mean, Harrison Phillips has maybe the easiest matchup here against uh, Washington's offensive line. Zadarius Smith going up against somebody named Cornelius Lucas. I don't know who this is. I had to Google him. I don't know who Harrison Phillips is going up against. The only offensive lineman I know on the Washington Commanders right now is Charles Leno 
who many of us know for the time that he was with the Bears, and he very good left tackle. That aside, you're looking at an offensive line that used to be great with Trent Williams and Brandon Sheriff. Now Taylor Heineke is playing under one of the worst offensive lines in this league, which is where it comes down to just getting to Heineke. Jordan Hicks, you can move him all over the field. Same goes for Eric Hendricks. Let's see blitzes. Let's see pressures all game long. Five-man rush. I don't care what you have to do. Just get to Heineke. On the offensive side of the ball, the Vikings can probably win in multiple different ways here. I mentioned how the the Vikings look best when they are able to move the ball through the air. Vikings have been able to move the ball on the ground multiple games so far. The last two games, Vikings had an unstoppable run game. And I'm really interested to see how the Vikings game plan against a Washington defense who is not bad. Their entire defensive line is all first round draft picks. And their secondary has a good balance between veteran and young guys. With one of the young guys being our boy, Benjamin St. Juiced from Minnesota. Uh, well played with the Gophers, I mean to say. Love to see that he's now getting a starting role. However, poor guy has to go against Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, KJ Osborne now. So it's going to be brutal for Benjamin St. Juice, but I still like to cheer for the guy. I honestly usually cheer for the Commanders simply because they're in a division where with the Cowboys, with the Giants, with the Eagles. So I got to cheer for the Commanders there if it's my last option. Also, I like underdog stories, underdog stories with uh, Taylor Heineke, comeback stories with Brian Robinson and also Benjamin St. Juice, like we mentioned. So I usually cheer for the commanders. Obviously, I won't be in this matchup. And unlike a lot of their fans, I actually like the team (laughs) looking at it. Uh, Okay, so for this right now, how can the Minnesota Vikings adjust on offense? Really, like I mentioned, the Vikings, I feel like our offense can win in multiple different ways. The only issue is our right guard. Ed Ingram. Ed Ingram coming into the season, we knew was going to be a question mark simply because he's a rookie starting at right guard. And the Vikings haven't had a good right guard in a long time. I can't remember the last time Vikings have had a good right guard. Well, we have somebody sitting on our bench right now, Chris Reed, who has a lot of experience starting at right guard, and he's sitting on the bench watching Ed Ingram allow six sacks so far this season. Ed Ingram leads the league in sacks allowed. Three penalties this season as well. And here we have veterans like Chris Reed and Schlotman just watching this right guard fail game after game after game. And now he's going up against Payne. He's going up against Montez Sweat. Give give Ed Ed Ingram some help. I don't know if you need to double team some guys. I don't know if you need to throw a running back out there or just bench the guy. Figure out what you can do with Ed Ingram because we all know Kirk Cousins is a Hall of Fame quarterback when he's in a clean pocket like many quarterbacks in this league. Okay, looking at it right now, bold prediction of the week, Heineke will be sacked over six times. Like I mentioned, Heineke can make plays with his legs. However, this Vikings pass rushing team is so good. Zadarius Smith is a beast. He should be a first team all pro this year. Jordan Hicks has surprised me. He's really come together. Eric Kendrick still is great into coverage and you can rush him too if you wanted to. I mean, this Vikings entire Defense has been great over the last couple of weeks, and I'm excited to see what we can do against one of the worst offenses or offensive lines in this league. Going to be interesting to see. I think the Vikings are really going to... Washington is going to be forced to pass, and for that reason, Vikings will be able to rush Taylor Heineke all four quarters of this game. Final prediction, Minnesota Vikings do win this game 31-20. to I mentioned how this could be a trap game for the Vikings just because... I've been a Vikings fan for a long time, my entire life. Every year, we get our heart torn apart from at least one game where we should have won. This looks like it could be one of those games. 
were favored to win on an away game against a backup quarterback. This is the third time this is happening this season. The Vikings were able to take care of business the first two times. Third time, please continue to take care of business against backup quarterbacks. Maybe I'm just crazy continuing to say that I think that the Vikings are not going to be dominant in this matchup, but it's just because I've, I've seen a lot of bad performances. So I'm going to have to say that even though I think the Vikings are going to win and I'm predicting them to win, I'm not going to rule out the possibility of the Vikings getting humiliated in this game, as we've seen this happen many times. Now, obviously, this is a different Vikings team from the past. This is an entire new atmosphere. With that being said, still want to mention here that this could look like a trap game, and I don't care what you guys say. This is not another bye week for the Minnesota Vikings, as every opponent that we face this year has been a hard-fought victory, or in one case, a tough loss. It's going to be interesting to see what happens in this matchup. Let me know what y'all think.